Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. You are listening to the Game Global Podcast, hosted by Karen Keller. And there we have it. Through the magic of technology, I'm recording your recording and we're about to have ourselves an absolutely fantastic podcast. So, hello to the person who's listening and welcome to another episode of the Game Global Podcast. I'm Kieran Callum and as I might have said once or twice, this is the show that is here just to give you some free tips, techniques and resources that you can use to smash your dating and sexual goals. Now, today I have a bit of a special guest because this is actually a client of of mine. His name's Matthew. So, hello, Matthew. How's it going, Kieran? I'm good. I'm alive and well. How are you? I'm good. How's life treating you over in your side of the world? <laughs> it's good. It's good. It's a uh, it's a weird time to be alive with the whole uh, COVID crisis, but making it work, man. That's putting it mildly. A weird time to be alive. That is actually putting it very mildly. <laughs> it's absolutely weird. <laughs> Who knows how this God. is going to pan out, man? So I don't want whoever's hearing this in the future. I just I don't know how it's going to happen. So well, you know, I've got something quite interesting to say before we get started. There's a YouTuber called Infinite Waters, and I watched one of his videos from 2019. He's like this motivational, spiritual guru guy, black guy. His name's Ralph Smart. At the end of 2019, he did a video called 2020 Predictions, and one of the things he said is, "There's going." to be a huge international event in 2020 which is going to completely change the course of society and then lo and behold this happens yep (laughs) crazy man it's wild so the reason why we're here is essentially we're going to do a coaching call but actually on the podcast for people to listen to so let's just start from the start man like what issues do you have with women and dating right now like how are things going for you what problems do you have sure yeah. Okay. So, um, just a brief background, um, for whoever who's listening, I kind of got into this concept of kind of getting better with women, uh, success with women, probably a, uh, about maybe three years ago, maybe, maybe, yeah, about three years ago. And I started getting results pretty quickly. And, um, as I started getting results, girls that were kind of quote unquote women that I wasn't used to dating, I started dating them. And uh, one girl in particular, I actually ended up dating. She was a girlfriend of mine for two years. We had just broken up. And I think what happened was during that relationship was, I think, you know, as I'm looking back here, and and I know you and I have talked about this, um, I think I kind of went back in my old ways a little bit. And I kind of went back to my old mindset, just kind of the conditioning I had growing up. And so... As that breakup happened, I realized my confidence was shot. And so I'd been working with Kieran on kind of getting a foundation that won't shake in the future. And then just kind of going for really getting this issue in my life resolved. So that's that's kind of a background. I really resonate with what Kieran was saying. And so him and I are working together and it's been absolutely amazing, uh, especially in the domain of confidence. So with that said, as it's the uh, time, you know, during quarantine, it's a little bit unusual to uh, meet women. Um, So a lot of it has been through dating apps and Kieran has helped me out with that quite a bit. 
I think I've been getting probably the best results I've gotten on dating apps pretty consistently. And so I've been kind of seeing girls by kind of like, you know, as least awkward as it is during quarantine as possible. So really the update I have, Kieran, since you and I talked last time, which was uh, I met a girl. I was near the area. I, her and I, okay, so here's here's how I do it. I meet a girl on a dating app. I pretty quickly exchange Instagram accounts. And I've been working a little bit on my Instagram account. And while we're on Instagram, we'll kind of talk a little bit back and forth. And, you know, she kind of sees the stuff I post and the stuff I do. And, and it's also reverse, right, to make sure I'm not getting catfished or anything. And so I met a girl last week. I was in her city, actually. Um, she's not too far from where I'm at, but uh, I was near the area for a housewarming. And she was pretty interested in me, Kieran. She was actually... Um, we had a FaceTime date, quote unquote, and right after the FaceTime date, like she messaged me her number. And you know, you and I have talked about that because it's like, I'm fine talking here <laughs> on Instagram, but you know, when girls give you their number, I kind of looked at it as a sign of higher attraction after the, uh, after the FaceTime call. So I told her that I was in her area and that, you know, we could, I could swing by and, you know, just drink, you know, just have like a glass of wine or something like that. And she was like, yeah, come by. And so, um, I met her up at her place and we, I, I pretty much met her and, you know, it was, you know, as for someone you've never met, you know, there's a little bit of the awkwardness, but I was cool with it. You know, I was still pretty centered. We started talking, you know, we talked actually for hours, maybe like five or six hours. And as we were talking, the conversation started off as platonic and then it kind of, you know, we just got to know each other more. You know, the conversation went a little bit more sexual. And uh, let me know if you want me to go in more detail, Kieran. No, no, no. Detail, detail. This is great. Yeah. Keep going. Yeah. So naturally, you know, the conversation just got sexual just a little bit and then back off and then like a little bit. And then, you know, we would just talk about each other. And then as we were doing that, we would just get more more comfortable with one another and uh, started getting a little bit physical. By physical, I just mean like, you know, something small like grabbing her hand or something like that and then backing off and then escalating a little bit depending on how she reacted you know if she was into it if she was you know not pulling away you know it was i was i was kind of gauging her attractiveness or her attraction towards me i would say that way and uh we kept talking and it was it was getting it was getting more and more physical we started uh making out and you know then we would talk some more and then we would make out and then we would talk some more. And this kind of happened till like, God, like 4 a.m. Where I couldn't really push it further than that. Okay, so let's let's dig deep into you couldn't really push it further than that. So yeah. give me like a specific example of what you couldn't push further. Gotcha, so gotcha. Something happens and then... Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know, it starts off as, you know, like we, we go back to making out heavy petting as we kind of move our hands. And like, you know, I would just start... I guess grabbing, you know, like going for the breast or something like that. And then all of a sudden, like, you know, she would pull my hand down or she would kind of just like, just hold my hand so that I wouldn't do that. So it wasn't, I wasn't able to escalate in that way. Or if my hand was on her thigh, you know, as I would go up, there was, there was boundaries where she would kind of pull my hand down and then, you know, just back away a bit, maybe talk a little bit more. So it wasn't further than that, if that makes sense. And you're saying that the conversation you guys were having before this, it was 
a very sexually charged conversation everything's going really well you're drinking wine etc it's flowing and from your perspective you see no reason why this shouldn't have gone further than it did that's possibly part of the question because had this been before i had met you kieran um i would have been like oh okay that's cool you know but you know after working with you kind of understanding my kind of my uh, blind spots i've recognized that when girls tell you to come over when you have never met before there's certain and i and i could be wrong here but it's kind of like they're kind of inviting you for that maybe that's not always true but you know for just to go to somebody's place there wasn't anything wrong with the expectation of if it didn't happen that's totally cool too i guess I'm curious if it was something that I may have had a blind spot to and I wasn't doing right. That was probably the reason why I didn't escalate. There is something that I think you could have done which would have helped. But ultimately, you've actually done nothing wrong whatsoever. Not that I can hear. Like nothing wrong like, oh my God, no, you shouldn't have done that. I'm not actually hearing anything wrong. Now, here's what you could have done. So, well, firstly, let me go back and say, she's invited you round to her place, fine. But... I don't necessarily 1000% believe that she intended to have sex with you. I don't, I don't think so at all, actually. I, I don't really think so. I think that she had a very firm boundary, which is, I'm not going to have sex on the first date. And there's quite a few women like that where it's, it's kind of intrinsic to them and it's like a core belief. I'm not going to do this. Or maybe there's another reason why, but I'd feel like she actually didn't really intend to do it anyway. So I think that when you actually walk through the door, unless, unless, and this is possible, but I doubt it because she's kissing you anyway. So what I was going to say is unless maybe you did something silly which made her lose attraction for you. But the truth is, if you did, she would have lost attraction to kiss you as well. You wouldn't be like, oh, I was going to I was going to fuck him before, but now he's done a stupid thing. I'm only going to kiss him and let him get to second base. It'd be like, uh, I'm actually not attracted to you now. The fact that she's actually kissing you and doing all of this stuff, the attraction's actually there. I think she just had a firm decision that she necess wasn't necessarily going to go any further. Now, you see, here's the thing, though. You see, when you're... When you're in, you're with her and you're kissing and you're doing all of this stuff, the level of, let's call it, attraction that she has and how willing she is to just throw herself into the moments and whatnot, that is based on her entire perception of you, which is based on everything she has seen and heard of you since the first time you two met. For instance, if it was Justin Bieber or Brad Pitt or some celebrity she's really into, she would have most likely had sex with him because, oh my God, it's Brad Pitt. No. So fundamentally is it possible that she would have had sex with some men that night yes but it's kind of hard to say what it is about you that made you hot enough to go only so far without actually knowing everything about her and you and the way you guys have interacted and what she specifically goes wild for in the man etc you see what i mean yeah and and if Does i could, that makes sense yeah yeah and if i could if i could um make some points there um, just for the viewers, Kieran, I don't know if you remember this, but I remember when we first started working together, like one of the things you had told me was that, hey, man, like if a girl like invites you out, she's pretty much saying she likes you, right? To a certain degree. And what's interesting was that the, <laughs> I think it was like the first couple of weeks, maybe, maybe even the first week where you and I met and we started working together. And I actually met a girl that week 
and we ended up having sex like right away when i met this girl like i went straight to her place it was from online dating we had sex like that and for me that kind of blew my mind because it was a lot of the things that you were talking about you know like you were helping me instill kind of um these ideas that i'd kind of forgotten and um i was like man kieran was right all along i just had to be a little bit more confident and a little bit more assertive so i think it was like that instance it was kind of a similar situation but it could have been different now here's a couple of things that i didn't fill you in on kieran and and for the viewers one of the things i was doing when we were talking was i was and and i'm curious about what you think one of the things i would talk about is she would ask me you know what kind of girls are you attracted to and i told her i was really attracted and i it's true i i'm attracted to girls that are wanting to do whatever they want like they don't have society dictate things that they don't want to like that they don't want to do and i would give an example that you know i have a friend and she's a girl and the second she broke up with a guy like she was just like i'm gonna have sex i don't care and i told her i was like i find that really attractive you know i i don't really like sometimes uh if if girls don't want to sleep with a guy that's totally fine but if they have it because of what society may judge him as to me that's not that's not very attractive now the second thing i is that something i said to you because that's exactly what i say um i've heard it before in other books Uh. before i met you but you have also said it and i never told you this so it kind of just reconfirmed like exactly that and 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 yeah i i think i probably remember it the most from you saying it now what's interesting though is that even after that night I did a Instagram live um, yesterday, actually. And ironically, she hopped on the live. And when I saw, like, I was giving shout outs to different people. I gave Adam, her. Is, is this the woman you did have sex with or the one no, you did? No, 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 no. Now I'm back to this, this one, this most recent one, the one I'm kind of getting feedback on. And the reason why I'm bringing this one up is that, like, um, she joined on my live. Um, and I gave her a feedback. I mean, I didn't give feedback. I'm asking for feedback. Um, I gave her a <laughs> shout out. <laughs> oh, wow, that kissing technique. I gave her kissing technique seven out of ten. <laughs> and so I ended up uh, giving her a shout out. I was giving out a lot of shout outs, including my friends. And I was like, people were asking me questions. And so after that, actually, she ended up messaging me afterwards. And she was like, hey, how's it going? How's your day? And we hadn't seen each other since um, that that night and she was like hey you know we should facetime again so when i was planning on having this conversation i just didn't know you know what she thought if i if she just wasn't attracted if i said something wrong or something like that but she did message me a few days later wanting to seems like rekindle something so none of that surprises me at all everything you said to me doesn't sound like a man who made a mistake it sounds like a man who happened to be with a woman who had made a decision about how far she was prepared to go Mm -hmm. that's what i'm hearing Mm -hmm. okay so her boundary was we're gonna talk and we're gonna kiss and did did you say you were she you would touch her breast did you go that far not quite maybe over the clothes but not really that was where it would stop yeah yeah so that is as far as she was prepared to let it go and i think she had that decision in her head for whatever reason now maybe she has a history of being a quote-unquote whore whore and she's like never again i'm now going to respect myself maybe this is just i know the way she's been for her whole day in life but that's the decision that she had made so when you were with her as much as she liked you 
she only allowed herself to go that far i would hazard a guess that she most likely most likely after you left probably masturbated to the thought of you most likely i mean i'm not 1000 percent saying that's true but if i found out that she did it wouldn't surprise me in the least like often very 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 often like so a woman might have a decision or make a decision to say no for whatever reason but it doesn't mean that she's not feeling the eroticism of the moment and it doesn't mean that she's not really excited and it doesn't mean that she doesn't think it's all hot and sexy and oh, and it doesn't mean that part of her doesn't wish that she could actually do that thing as well probably that's what happens and yeah like you said that when she hopped on your live and then wanted to reconnect now here's the thing something that you could have done which is you see when she pulled away like you try and touch her breast for argument's sake and she pulls away you know what you could do in future completely back away so you're trying to kiss her and then you you try and do something and then she says no completely back away now here's why you do that because she's enjoying the whole thing she is she's enjoying that's why she's doing it she's not there kissing you because it's a favor to you She's kissing you because she is getting something from kissing you and your body's pressed against hers and blah, blah, blah. Even if she ain't letting herself doing it, do going as far as she wants to, she's enjoying it. She does something and then you completely stop. It's like, oh my God, no, no, Sean, no, I, got, I don't get to feel his body anymore. His breath, his lips aren't on my neck. Huh. You take away everything that she was really enjoying. When you take away everything she was really enjoying, that makes her want to get it back more and more. Which would then make her be more likely to cross over the edge. Also as well, you know when she asked you um, what kind of women you like? If you, When she asks you questions like that, if you could tell her stuff that's true but might not necessarily include her, that would help as well. Because that would make her want to live up to what the standard that was. So let's say, for instance, and this is a bit slightly dark, but it is true. Say you're with a woman and let's say she's really skinny. And she says, what kind of women do you like? If you happen to like really curvaceous women, and if it's true, you know, you're not necessarily saying it to manipulate her per se, but it's true. You do like really curvaceous women. If you say that to the skinny woman, she's going to go, oh, so does he like me? Because I'm not curvaceous. Then she's going to want to affirm herself by getting that validation of basically being able to attract you, which will make her want to chase you more. See, one mistake that guys make in those kinds of situations is let's say they'll be with a woman and let's say this woman is i don't know whatever she is they're with a curvaceous woman but they like skinny women and this curvaceous woman says what kind of women do you like and they'll go oh well you know i i i like a real woman me you know i want a real woman i don't want to be one of these skinny women and then that will make her go oh okay i get my validation but she's not necessarily gonna be as attracted or go after him as much because she actually knows she has that validation though that is something that you could consider and look at but like i say like you did absolutely nothing wrong and it's saying it totally seems like she likes you and, and i'm really glad you said that about pulling away too because that's I, i'm glad because that just tells me i was on the same wavelength because i actually did do that just also just to kind of see you know how she would react so i would step up now i probably didn't do it for that long i probably just did it for like i could have maybe done it a little bit longer just to see um but i really do like that idea of um even just what kind of woman do you like and talking about what you're honest i actually really like that that's true and i and i could see where that's coming from because it's kind of easy to subconsciously like validate her without even realizing it you know 
going back to pulling away i did this quite recently and i swear it was inadvertent i wasn't even trying to do it i was actually just trying to be a decent human being but i was with a woman and we were about to you know we weren't about to we were doing it we were in the act of having sex then she starts crying she starts crying i'm like hold on what's wrong what's wrong and she's like oh you remind me so much of my ex i can't do this i'm really sorry really so you know i'm genuinely kind of concerned like i don't want to be in bed with a woman who's crying that's not me at all anyway i'm like you know what don't worry so here's what i'm gonna do you like south park right she's like yeah okay i put south park on my ipad i was like come on we're watching south park and then we started watching south park you know what i got into the episode and after about five to ten minutes i was quite happy like you know what i'm watching south park and then guess what happened all of a sudden she wanted sex again didn't she but why you know what i mean firstly i pulled it away and then whatever she was enjoying about being with me in that moment that was actually gone that's number one but also number two like it's freedom from outcome i was totally happy to just watch south park with her which is incredibly attractive you know i wasn't desperate for it in any way shape or form and in all honesty when she tapped me and she was like okay let's have sex again i was like oh, i wanted to see the end of the episode <laughs> <laughs> that's kind of what i was thinking <laughs> that's funny <laughs> did you did you finish the episode no i didn't oh, okay no, I didn't. Oh, man. No, I really didn't. <laughs> I'm, I'm really glad you told me that because again i think it validates the fact that i think she had her mind made up because i mean we kind of did something similar it was like okay i backed away and then we were just watching music videos like she was showing me her favorite artists on on like the tv like the apple tv or whatever and uh, i was showing her mine and like we had some similar interest and then we would go back into you know making out stop you know tone it back so i mean i think i think i was on the right wavelength probably that's really great because you know when it's weird it's like when you are when when you're kind of used to when you're in a relationship you're so used to uncharismatic intimacy almost that you kind of have these bond you have these blind spots that it's so easy to miss and you kind of for me at least i have to kind of recultivate you know this awareness because i just you you know when you're in a relationship you don't really have to do that or and you don't have to do it as much at least um which no, is probably no, no, bad I'm you know what totally I mean? not you mean yeah which is probably also bad probably why it didn't work out but um but yeah you know it's really great to just talk these things out because it's what ifs are the worst hello this is kieran and there's a couple of things that i forgot to say to matthew when i was recording which i want to add right now the first thing is that we're living in very uncertain times the whole sort of covid lockdown situation is causing dating to actually change as a result there are lots of women inviting men back home to their homes who might not necessarily do it under usual circumstances because there's simply nowhere else to go this woman may very well be one of these women another thing is that something that would have been good to ask matthew would be how much comfort he actually built with her because this possibly could have been an issue that would have been rectified by developing more comfort actually getting to know her not just jokes and stuff and talking about sex and being flirtatious but actually letting her glimpse behind the iron curtain to get a very good look at who he is as a person so a bond can be formed and therefore she would feel comfortable having sex with him back to the podcast is there anything else that i can help with any other support that you feel like you need not quite i would say because what i'm working on with you what i'm planning on doing what i'm trying to do as much as i can in this in this covid crisis is really um approach 
you know, get rid of that approach anxiety. It's a little bit sensitive during this quarantine, you know, approaching six feet away. <laughs> it's a little bit, uh, it's a little bit unusual. Well, okay, but we, we can still talk about that. Though. So approach anxiety, what are you scared of? Um, well, what is Matthew scared of? When Matthew thinks about, oh, I'm going to approach a woman. Oh, no, no, no. Oh. What is it that's getting you down? So from a fundamental level, even without this COVID crisis, it's more about approaching a girl and being like kind of coming off as creepy. Now add the layer of the fact that there's this quarantine and like people are naturally kind of wanting to step away from each other and naturally too. Like I don't want to, I don't want to get it myself. And so like six feet away, it's just, it, it's very awkward. So yeah, I think the first thing is feeling creepy giving off this vibe of being creepy and the second thing is probably just getting such a hard rejection especially like since i haven't been used to it you know like constantly doing this i feel like i'm, I'm naturally being pulled back now, I, I know i need to push through but it's still kind of it's kind of it's like that flinch you know it's that little that you know where you just kind of clench up and you're like i don't really want to do this that's really what it is where the rejection is concerned the first thing i want to say is to you and to anyone who actually happens to be listening it's kind of like this so there is you there's matthew and there's everything that comprises the soul of matthew so there is your childhoods there's your successes there's your failures there's all the stuff that you're ashamed about there's all the stuff you're proud about there is how much you love your mom and there's your little cousins who you adore and blah 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 when you walk up to a woman she actually doesn't know any of that like, in fact, nobody knows any of that except for you. You walk up to some woman and even though you know who you are and you know everything that makes you you, more, more than anyone on the planet, she just sees some guy standing in front of her. And the truth is you're not actually a real person to her. You're not a real person to anyone until they get to know you. So this isn't even like about women, but you're not. So you open your mouth and you say, blah, blah, blah. You go, hey, I know it's a bit random, but I saw you or whatever the hell you say. In that moment, she's taking a snap image and she's like, okay, so he's a man aged, da, 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 da. Okay, great. So that means that he's likely this kind of person. He's dressed this way. That means he's likely this kind of person. His skin is like this. That means he's likely this kind of person. Subconsciously, she's thinking that. He spoke to me like this. That means he's likely this kind of person. And then all of that comes together to give you like some kind of rating of, of give the time of day or not. But the point is none of that actually is anything to do with you. For instance, one of my ex-girlfriends, Actually, a lot of my ex-girlfriends, surprisingly because I'm black, have had things for black men. A lot of them have. So they happen to meet me and they're like, oh, here's a black man. But at the same time, I've met women in the past who didn't like black men. Like, how many women must I have approached who were like, oh my God, a black girl for fuck's sake. Oh, all right, let's just, let's just, let's just try and get rid of him. None of that actually has anything to do with me. It's about the fact that the girl who liked black men... She developed a thing for Will Smith when she was four years old. And then as a result, always liked black guys. And the woman who didn't like black men, it's like she saw 50 Cent on the radio when she was seven and thought it looked ugly or whatever. And then just decided she doesn't like black men. But it has absolutely nothing to do with who I am as a person. She doesn't even know. She actually doesn't. Any woman who you're looking at or who's looking at you, 
who's making a snap decision about you yeah it's actually all about what's going on in her head even if she actually accepts you even if she looks at you like you're the sexiest man on earth it's because your package by sheer random act of the universe happens to perfectly coincide with what she wants to see so even if it is rejection it's not towards you as a person it's just for whatever reason randomness like you say it's not an act of yeah Yeah. no that makes sense because then that kind of eliminates the fear of oh i'm being rejected as a person i'm rejected because of it's just like no she just didn't she just rejected you because the only time you're ever really rejected is when it's like a girlfriend dumps you or something like that but even then like she doesn't know she doesn't know you as deeply as you know yourself but that's like the kind of closest that you can get to true rejection because that person has spent time with you and you've probably shared things with them etc 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 so i can extend i can understand that to a huge degree but some stranger on the street who you've literally said five words to she don't know anything right so in your opinion kieran because i know you've done this but so is is approaching kind of to a fundamental level really just a numbers game to a certain degree i mean obviously there's some like you know social skills involved but it's just really a numbers game no it is because okay let's just imagine that we take a cross section of 100 women all right fine so there's 100 women and let's say 100 women that are within the age range that you're you want so they're 20 to 32 whatever all right great how many of those women are going to be married like you're going to walk up to a woman who's married so what let's say 30 percent, 20 i don't know all right let's call it 20 percent. fine how many of those women are going to be lesbians <clears throat> how many of those women are actually going to be complete idiots people act like women are amazing and like some women are amazing but women aren't any more amazing than men some women are absolute idiots how many of those women are going to be absolute idiots how many of those women who you approach are going to have let's say you know what she actually kind of likes the look of you but there's some guy who she's really interested in and that guy has just completely taken over her mind and she can't think about anyone else because of that guy and you know what if you'd have approached her two months earlier or in four months time she'd have actually given you the time of day coincidentally i actually approached a woman on the street once and she rejected me then a year later she tracked me down and she said hey you approached me on the street and i said no and i always regretted it and can we have that drink now anyway but that's uh you'd be surprised but yeah so there's some other thing going on or what if she just happens to hate men or here's another one what if you happen to approach a woman who just doesn't like men who look like you she likes black men what about that you know what i mean so there's a huge part of it that's actually numbers and the thing is this when you approach a woman you're not giving her the chance to really get to know you so like most people meet their girlfriends or their boyfriends or whoever through social circles because it's like you'll be in a group of friends and then in that group of friends there's a there's a girl on the periphery she's like a friend of one of the groups of friends and she comes out with you guys and you like to look at her she likes to look at you maybe you see her again and again and again over a period of months and then you speak to your mutual friend about her she speaks to the mutual friend about you the mutual friend vouches for both of you you both trust the mutual friend so you both basically move forward because the mutual friend vouches for you when you're messaging her she's not ignoring you ignoring your messages or anything she treats you with a certain level of immediate trust because you're a safe option that's how most people get together when you approach some woman on the street none of that stuff is there she's just looking at some stranger 
who could be absolutely anyone. And women are really worried about their safety, really concerned. And most men don't actually realize how concerned women are with their safety because we're not on the most part. For the most part, your average man is like, we'll walk home later now. We'll be like, kind of like, oh, I hope nothing happens. But we're not actually terrified. We're not. Deep down, we know we're going to be okay. You say to your average woman, okay, you're going to walk home like four miles at half two at night. She's going to be seriously crapping herself. Like, seriously. It's not funny. It's like, oh my God, what could happen to me? Oh my God, my safety. They're very concerned with that. And when you meet a woman on the street, she doesn't know who the hell you are. And for whatever reason, we as humans and women especially are more inclined to be like focused on the negative than the positive. So a woman meets a stranger and it's like, he could be the love of your life. It could be six months of the best sex of all time, or he could be an axe murderer. And she would rather evade the axe murderer than jump towards the six months of the greatest sex ever that's the reason why a lot of women will sort of shoot themselves in the foot because they'll meet men who actually would have been perfectly amazing but they were so scared of making a huge mistake that they just backed away and then they yeah lost out on all these chances point i am making to you is approaching women is largely a numbers game yeah and it seems like it's a um, it's a combination of numbers but it's also how do you show I mean, how do you show, like, not even just social proof, but how do you show you're not all those things from the the premise of how you guys meet, right? Like, on the street, it's not like there's mutual friends. Maybe you can exchange Instagrams, but, like, that's post, and, you know, they see that after. And even then, they don't really know you. So it's a combination of both those things. Yeah, more or less, more or less. I mean, if I can just kind of, like, hammer, try and nail it down quickly, it's kind of like this. In the moment she senses your vibe, and if your vibe seems trustworthy and safe while also being interesting and sexy, then she'll go with that in the moment. But then, essentially, it's like, while she will go with that in the moment, you also have to realise that if you don't give her the chance to get to know you, or actually swap some sort of details with her so that she can actually see who the hell you are, then after you've left and then she's no longer swept up in your vibe then reality starts to come back and then when reality starts to come back she'll go oh my god hold on who the hell is this guy who the hell is this guy oh my god and then she'll back away something i this isn't what i'm about to say isn't something i'm gonna put my foot down and say this is what women are like but it's something that i'm suspecting it's like something that's starting to take root in my mind i'm starting to realize quote unquote that a huge part of why women do things like ghost and push men away is because they're aware of what can happen when they let a guy in like you must have you've obviously come across women who've been like unbelievably obsessed about some man and they can't stop thinking about him and he's like he occupies their thoughts all day and night and they're crying about this guy and like they've gone crazy for him i think that women are aware that women are trying to protect themselves from that that's what I think. I think they're trying to protect themselves from what will happen if they let the wrong man into their heart and then their emotions are just destroyed and everything goes haywire and they're in this situation they can't control. I think that's what they're worried about. And I think that's why they back away. And I think that's... Well, I think that's part of why they back away, not like the entire reason. I think that's part of it. 
And I think, yeah, something to be aware of. Do you think, just curious, do you think guys do the same thing or is that not something guys typically do? I think we do, but I don't think we do it to the extent women do. Hmm. It's kind of like, and again, this is just my sort of theories, but when you look at like male minds and female minds, female minds are much more emotional. And in fact, if you notice, one thing women want from a man is like a man to check them when they're going out of control. Like they actually really like that. So she's acting crazy and you're like, hold on, just calm down, stop it. And like, oh, I like that. And it's like, well, firstly, it's interesting that they actually like being like disciplined. But also it's like, why would you value that anyway? Because I guess because it's something that's hard for you to do. You know, like when you're in that moment, that wild sort of feminine moment, it must be, it must be like tough to manage or tough to control. All my exes have said that about me, that they really liked that. You know, like when you would kind of establish boundaries, they've always said that, which was always counterintuitive to me because they're like, hey, can we do? And I'm like, nope, not happening. And they were like, oh my God. And I was always kind of confused by that. I was like, huh. I was just being real. I just didn't, I really didn't want to do that. <laughs> or like, I just didn't think that was, you know, she can't do that. And they loved it. They loved it. There you go. Man. Yeah. It's wild. Yeah. They, they like that grounded energy. And so men can freak out. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying we can't, but I think a man who is distraught about a woman, a woman who's distraught about a man, I think. There's a level of pain the female mind is going to go to that the average guy isn't necessarily going to reach. That's my theory. That's my theory. Mm. I get you. Great, man. Um, So anything else I can help you with? Or if not, this might be a good time to wrap it up. I think this is a great time, man. I appreciate everything. And for those that are uh, um, listening on the podcast, uh, I've been working... Kieran, how long have we been working together? Like a couple of months? Or not even? Yeah. Six weeks or so? Uh, um, yeah, six weeks. Man, yeah. it's, it's been absolutely incredible. I, <laughs> it was kind of really funny. I, um, you know, when I, when I got single, you know, I feel like I'm a decent looking dude. I feel like I got a good personality. But I, I literally realized in my head that yo like there was just certain things that was going on in my head where i was like yo i'm 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 a little fucked up <laughs> and i was like i need help <laughs> and i was like like i was like no something's off like i'm a little bit i'm a little bit skewed things aren't right i need some clarity and i uh i listen i actually i think i listened to kieran's i think it was his podcast actually and i was like yo it was yeah yeah, yeah it was after one of those episodes i can't remember which one though. yeah and i was like yo this guy really gets it because it's not about okay so i've met a lot of dating coaches it, it was just too technique oriented and to me that was just too surface i felt like there was some it's weird like there was there was something internally going on because i think i dated some really attractive women and it was still like something's not right like i still don't feel like um i I don't know maybe even there's elements of self-sabotaging and i think with kieran i think he's he's really the best in both worlds like there's an internal component i i think he's actually i reached out to him ironically for approaching but i couldn't do that because of the quarantine but i think we haven't started that yet but the biggest help has actually been the internal component which is like just being confident dude just being like oh what what do we say a sexy motherfucker 
like girls just get Basically. way more. <laughs> so um, it's been it's been great. If anyone's curious, I mean, Kieran is. I mean, I I think we're gonna stay in contact for a very very long time. So thank well, you for I've your got no doubt about that. Hey, thank you. And, you know, you're making me blush with everything you're saying because the truth is, to anyone who's listening, I didn't ask him to say any of this in any way, shape or form. And it's really it's really nice and it's really touching to hear because I, I do what I do because I genuinely care. So when I kind of get some kind of feedback that lets me know that I'm having a big impact, it actually means a lot to me. So thank you, thank you. Now, there was something else I was going to say. What was I going to say? I was going to say all right i don't remember but either way so yeah man this is uh the game global podcast if you would like to get in touch with me for any kind of coaching then basically there's going to be a link in the description so you can click that also we've got the game academy which is coming as well which is what it sounds like it's an online resource that's created by me and joe elvin and you'll be able to go there to learn everything you need to learn about specific areas of game you know whether that be approaching online game message game etc but now i've remembered what i was going to say this is what i was going to say the truth is this i'm actually not a dating coach and i know i am but i'm, I'm actually not what i am is like i i kind of trick you guys i'm actually like a hippy dippy spiritual kind of guy who wants to help you like cleanse your inner pain and turmoil i mask myself as a dating coach because i know that if i actually really position myself as what i am you're not going to be interested so i use dating as let's call it the gateway drug so I lure you in, I go, huh, I'm going to help you meet women. Yeah, yeah. You go, oh, yeah, I'm going to meet some women. And don't get me wrong, I do actually help you to meet women. But once I've got you through the door, I'm like, aha, now we're going to heal his like, inner child. And aha, now we're going to make this guy love himself. Aha. But really, dating is like the gateway drug to actually give me a chance to do all of that work on you. And, and if I could chime in just personally, I, I actually look at Kieran... I guess what I was I, what I was struggling with, I looked at him more as a confidence coach because that's what I really needed at the time. Like internally, I was like, "Yo, I needed I needed a little bit of that. I needed to regain that confidence." I actually didn't. Uh, I didn't. I, ne- I actually thought the same thing. I never really thought of you as a dating coach. I saw you something more because there's so many out there, man. And I was like, "What really made?" And I know a lot too, um, just as friends. And uh, Kieran just kind of reached out to me. I mean, he kind of stood out to me, I would say, just because, yeah, there was clearly elements of more. And, uh, yeah, so I would definitely concur with that for sure. Well, thank you once again. And thank you to the person who's listening. Thank you, thank you, thank you. The next episode is actually going to be with a female tantric sex practitioner. So that'll be kind of an interesting listen for all of us to hear. And uh, take care, everyone. Goodbye.